Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here to talk about this past week in the WWE, which means we are going to talk about Raw, we're going to talk about SmackDown, we're going to talk about NXT, and all of the Money in the Bank qualifying matches that are happening because they need to happen now and even though the pay-per-view is in four weeks. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's that cool. We are streaming live over at Mixer.com slash The Ozone and Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Isn't that cool? We are monitoring our chats there. Uh, I'm in Mixer. Owen's in Twitch, I'm presuming. I, uh, yeah, I, I sure you you can be a mixer. I mean, okay. I mean, that's how we did it last time. So just I was assuming we do it we, again. We're still working the kinks out. Okay, I, we're I monitoring swear. the chats. Is the point? One of us is in one chat. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Anyway, we're also looking at our Twitter at the heel turns. So send us your questions, your comments, and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen, John, uh, what what's up, man? I'm just sitting here drinking an adult beverage. Um. Everything's fine. Um, I'm 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 still playing Clash Royale. It's a bad you, video game. You you should help us. We need help in the clan wars that they're doing. What if I? Let me put it to you this way, Owen. What if that's a bad video game? All video games are bad. But this one especially. Nah, it's not that bad. I mean, I'm having fun. I, I made some friends on, on in our clan, the official giant bomb clan. The cool people. That uh, that guy that was on my Discord was talking about uh, how things are fucked up with all Saudi Arabia stuff and uh, the Benghazi stuff. He's he's from that clan. Okay, that's a deep cut to throw out to the internet, people. But sure. Yeah, well, well people are tuning in should check out the Discord, which I tweet. Regularly over at the the underscore ozone on Twitter. We, I mean, we have a wrestling section there. People can talk about wrestling. And if you don't know, John, on our Patreon at patreon.com slash PWC, you get Discord rewards. Okay. Including there's a new tier this week where you get an exclusive channel in the Discord that you can talk to us personally. Well, well isn't that dot cool? I mean, it's called the Doc Cool Lounge, so yes, it is extremely Doc Cool. See, what did I tell you? Yeah. So yeah, I I I, I did some tweaking with the Patreon this week because a friend of ours, I I called, I tried to call a bluff on him, and he upgraded his things, and now I'm stuck doing a new podcast with him. Clash Royale is a bad video game. Yes, Clash Royale is a bad video game. You should still play it. Uh, to quote the king, Jerry Lawler, I'll think about it. Uh, have you been playing any other bad video games? I've been playing good video games. Well... No, I don't want to hear that about those. I don't know. This this highway, Rebel Highway or whatever the fuck this game is called, uh, this iPhone game is pretty dumb, but I'm, I'm into it. What, what What's it about? It's basically, yo, what if an endless runner, but it's Road Rash. That sounds good. Yeah, you know, it's it's basically just drive around and get the coins so you can get the upgrades and get new bikes, and then there's challenges that let you unlock the new levels and stuff. It's it's fun. I don't know. It's not. 
neat. It's not like amazing or anything, and like the way that they just like riddle it with fucking uh, ads is terrible. Yeah, yeah. There's no like real ads on Clash Royale at least, so they got that going for them. It's true, but yeah, this is this is how they make their their money selling you the ad patch. Uh, Retro Highway is what it's called. Ah, uh, see that's see that sounded similar to Radical Heights. I was like, well, that game's dead. Ripping pieces. Along with the company that's, that made it. That's the bad video game I've been playing. Uh, Burnout Paradise is the best video game, though. But you did all the things. Um, I mean, I did most of the things. I still got to do all these challenges on the oh, online, boy. and I got to, you know, get the do all the bike stuff and get like just all the achievements, basically. Nice. I'm at I'm at eighty. 80% of all oh, trophies. Gotcha, nice. That includes all the DLC stuff and everything. Yeah, I'm still playing... If we're talking about good video games, I'm still playing slowly God of War. I, I still- slowly God of War is my favorite video game. Actually, I'm, I'm more of a, a God of War Turbo fan myself. I mean, how fast can you yell boy? Look, man, the combo system in Super God of War 2 Turbo is just, like, it's just you, so much quicker. It's, you can't go back. You joke, but there's some pretty sick air air jungling in God of War. If you have the right uh, skills. Yo, yeah, I, hear if you, I hear if you do a special move, then Kratos pulls out handcuffs. What? And handcuffs the opponent. That seems illegal. Someone doesn't know the Giles handcuffs rumor. No, no, I got. It. I said that sounds illegal. You're illegal because handcuffs and cops. It, never mind. You didn't get the joke. You're the most illegal move in the history of wrestling. It's no, I, no. I was there. I witnessed it in person, and I did, in fact, dance because I was hypnotized. Did you it actually happened. witness it in person, dude? It, it happened at Paxamania too. Oh, we had okay. the guys in our show, and they did the most illegal move in wrestling to the entire crowd. And everyone I thought got you meant dance. the actual time it happened. No, I, yeah, it actually happened. I mean, the first time. No, no, I wasn't there, but I was there the second time. It was quite illegal. The commentary was very angry about it, but then they also danced. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm still playing God of War. I'm. Like, I'm only playing on weekends because I'm so busy, like, during the week. So, slowly but surely, we play a couple hours here. Is that why you don't talk to me anymore? Yeah, I'm playing God of War. And I have my gold headset on with the custom sound settings, so it sounds real good. You you know there's an app on the PlayStation where you can get custom, like, sounds settings for uh, different games? Yeah, more. Gold headset? Yeah, more. Yeah, they put one out for God of War. It's very good. All right then. But yeah, I'm. I'm it's not spoiling anything, but I'm getting to the point where uh, Boy is getting mad at me calling him Boy. But I still call him Boy anyway, because fuck it. Boy. Boy. But yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. Anything else new with you? Burnout Paradise is the best video game. Well, great. Are you ready to talk about wrestling news? Owen, I was born ready. Alright, then I'm gonna hit the jingle. 
the new song that you can now hear. I mean, I've been able to hear for a while. True. Uh, first news story: um, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. She's a news story. Why is she a news story, Owen? Well, did you know that before WrestleMania, she had uh, punctured one of her breast implants? I did know this. I mean, I didn't know it at the time. I, I know it because the that news came out, like, last week. Yep, she needs to go fix that. Like, soon, please. Please fix that. But then, I mean, she's been able to like wrestle and keep doing her job, so it's not doesn't seem like it's fatal or anything, or it's like really dangerous. But yeah, she fixed that. I mean, she's like, yeah, I'm just gonna go on this European tour, and then I'll go fix my shit. And then the rest of her shit got fucked up. Oh, what? You? Oh, you didn't hear this story? No, I I have no idea. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna go on the European tour, and then I'll first, and then I'll go get my thing fixed. And sure, she fought. The Carmella, and the Carmella says, that's cool that your breast is fucked up, but what if I also knocked out some of your teeth? Hey! Which she totally did. Now she's in the Cesaro Club. Yeah, but it's great. Like, there's a video like of her after the match with a fan getting in a selfie, and she's, she's covering her mouth. Like, I just got, I, I lost a bunch of teeth. I don't want to take a photo with it. So, yeah. Jeez. And remember, like, right before WrestleMania, she went and had, like, dental surgery. So, whoops! Now she's I didn't know that at all. No, remember she took a week off of the Mixed Match Challenge because she had to go get dental surgery? I completely forgot that. Yeah, that was the week that Becky Lynch replaced her. All right, then. And then now she's got to go get more stuff happened with her teeth. You nailed it! I'm guessing she got it fixed because she was at the NBC upfronts and she had teeth, so I don't know. Probably. That seems like the kind of thing you get fixed real fast. Speaking of NBC, this whole news section is all about NBC. Because NBC owns E. And Total Bellas. The Entertainment back. Network. Did you know Total Bellas is coming back? I have heard this. Alright, so we're, are we actually. Are we going to talk about this for real, for real? Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about this for real, for real. Like, we're talking about the whole John Cena and Nikki Bella stuff, because it's getting to the point where we can't just blow it off anymore. This is a big It's a story. fucking work! Yeah, it's a work. These motherfuckers can't write a goddamn compelling wrestling show, but they're willing to fucking, like, write a fucking, like, big work out of John Cena's love life? For welcome a fucking E! television show? What the fuck is this? Welcome to reality TV, dude. How it's, it's how all of reality TV is a work. I know, but Jesus fucking Christ, The Miz was right. Well, yeah. This sure motherfucker was. will do anything. Yeah. Even, like, put, like, a sham fucking relationship troubles. Yes, and, is. like, soul-searching finding himself. He will do anything. Yeah, he was on the Today Show uh, earlier this week with uh, Kathy Lee and Hoda and being all mopey and shit. And, uh... Sad boy John Cena. Fun fact, John Cena, pretty good actor, turns out. <laughs> Who knew? Like, it was, like, actually, like, when I, when we were talking about it earlier in the week, I'm like, 
This seems kind of real, because John Cena seems really fucking upset about this. And also, he's day drinking. So, I don't know. And then, the NBC upfronts happened. And they had an interview with Nikki. And she is a bad actor. She sure is. Like, she didn't know how to answer the questions about John Cena. So I'm like, ah, fuck this. So what exactly did she say, Owen? Because I have not seen any of the Nikki Bella stuff. I've only seen the John Cena stuff, and I went, wait a fucking second. Yeah, they interviewed her at the NBC Upfront, and she had not seen the interview, and they quoted what John Cena said about, you know, still wanting to be with Nikki. And have, she hadn't uh, seen the interview. Yeah, so they, they quoted him saying, like, yeah, she, John Cena still loves her and wants to have a you know a family with her and marry her. And she was like, I'm, I don't know, I have to... I have to go find myself. I'm not ready. I've got cold feet. I'm not ready for this. Uh, it's it's bullshit. Wait, she has cold feet now. That was that's the story. That's the story. that's going to be on Total Bell that she had cold feet because she's not sure that John's committed. I don't. I don't fucking know. I guess we'll have to watch Total Bellas. This bullshit is actually going to work. We have to watch this. No, no, we don't. That's the beautiful thing is we actually don't. I, I, I will for the team. I will watch the ep- the finale episode whenever that airs. I kind of want to watch the other episodes too because it's about Daniel Bryan's return to wrestling and the lead up to Nikki and uh, Brie getting into the Royal Rumble that I attended. So I'm I'm probably gonna be on an episode of Total Bellas, even though. I, since I was on an episode of Total Divas that one time. So, I might have to watch. I'm sure I was on a Total Divas, too. But I'm not going to look. I'm pretty sure we both were. I mean, come on. Like, SummerSlam, yeah. Yeah, the SummerSlam one. And, uh... The... the well, we weren't on for the MetLife WrestleMania, but... Yeah. But hey, neither were the women, am I right? Oh, boy. <laughs> He'll turn. So yeah, we will keep monitoring the situation. I might check out Total Bellas and D- don't back. Owen, don't watch Total Bellas. Well, John, it's, it's between don't that. Don't do it. John, it's between that and 205 Live. I think I'm going to choose the the one that might be funny. You can just walk away. No, that's the job, John. That's the job. One more bit of news that also came from the NBC Upfronts. Um, hey, John, do you like wrestling angles? Sure. I love wrestling and angles. Right angles are very attractive. Uh, obtuse angles are very cool as well. Acute angles, eh, you know, I, I can take your leave. What about Kurt Angles? He sucks. It's true. He's also not involved in this thing. Because <laughs> he, he was over in the UK. But who was not over at the UK was uh, Ronda Rousey. She's too busy doomsday prepping and hating trans women. Come on, don't, don't be mean to my BFF. We, we high-five, now we're BFFs. That's how it works, John. Sell out. I, I am what I am. But yeah, uh, so, uh, 
I assume you saw this on Raw, where they played the clip of uh, Ronda Rousey being interviewed and oh, yeah. hanging out with Charlotte, and then a thing happened with Nia Jax. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the clip, and then uh, I'm a lady with a belt. Yeah, and I'm gonna say it in the most fucking awkward and terrible way possible. So she said it like Nia Jax. Yes, and Ronda Rousey responded like Ronda Rousey, and it was all bad. And we're gonna listen to it. So let's go. <laughs> let's hear it. Well, we have a lot of things in common, but can you do this? Woo! Wow, that's good. I can well, try. Good all right.
I mean, that's that's what I think. But also, what if they just put the belt on Ronda Rousey? Because guess what? Your other main your your main male title don't is on somebody who doesn't show up every don't, week. Don't put the belt on Ronda Rousey. Well, yeah, and then you put the other belt on Oscar, uh, and then we just never have any new champions for you. I'm just gonna throw this out there, Owen. They're not gonna put the belt on Oscar. Oscar's gonna lose. What? Oscar's gonna lose to Carmella. Get the fuck out. Oscar is going to lose to Carmella. I. No. It won't be a clean finish. It won't be a clean finish. But Oscar is going John? to lose to Carmella. John, this is going to be in front of a Chicago crowd. You understand what would happen if that actually happens if Oscar loses to Carmella, right? Yes, I do. So, are you saying this whole money in the bank show is just going to be uh, Vince put up the middle fingers of Chicago? Yeah. And the main event's going to be Roman against Jinder? They're going to make Chicago super fucking pissed. Great. Vince is going to be like, oh, you thought that fucking, oh, you thought that Hunter pissed you off with that Tomasa Ciampa thing? Check this, fuckers. Who's the real booker? Or maybe he's like, fuck you for selling out all those tickets the other day. Because that's another news story we need to talk about before we move on. Oh, what's that? The the All In tickets went on sale. You know the Cody Rhodes and Young Buck show that they're doing. I did know this. It sold With out. Stephen Amell. It's it sold out in a half hour. Wow. Yeah, they had a press conference on Sunday, and then the tickets were on sale, and they sold out ten thousand seats in a half hour. Now that's pretty fucking impressive. Although I do wonder how much of that is scalpers. I'm gonna guess a good portion, but still, oh, man. But still, the fact that it sold out is, and there's gonna be a, like they're gonna fill that building is pretty damn impressive. Yeah, don't get me wrong. This is fucking awesome, and I'm super happy for everybody involved. They all deserve it. Also, you know who else is gonna be? Who they announced at the press conference is gonna be all in? No, who's that? Rey Mysterio. Oh yeah, I did know that. That's cool. Fuck yeah, I love Rey. Yeah. And I love that like Rey's just like doing willing to do everything. Like, hey, I, honestly, I don't, you know, they probably can't afford him, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they were to get uh, Jericho. I mean, they, hmm, I I don't think so, because here's the issue with Jericho, is that he is willing to work with New Japan, who, you know, New Japan's also doing stuff with the, with the, um, with the show, with the all-in show, because we got, like, Okada is going to be there and Kenny Omega and stuff. But here's the thing about all the Jericho's New Japan appearances. They're all in Japan. Yeah. They're not in direct competition with the WWE in North America. Hmm. Like, I think Jericho respects Vince too much that he would not, you know, appear for a different company in North America. So I don't think he I don't know if it's not I don't even know if it's a respecting Vince thing as much as it's just like there's no real thing in North America that not the WWE that's going on. Like, no, but I don't I'm think... talking about the New Japan appearances, like the New Japan Long Beach show. 
Yeah, and, and All In is just, honestly, it's just an overblown, like, indie show. It's not even, like, it's supported by any company. It's just Cody Rhodes getting all his connects in. And I just feel like Jericho would be like, I can't do that against, you know, who appears somewhere else in North America that's not the WWE. Jericho's just got this weird thing about that. Like, remember, before he did New Japan, he said, I would never work for another company outside of WWE at this point after the whole WCW situation. And now this New Japan thing happened. And his explanation was that, you know, it's not direct competition. Which it becomes if he goes into North America. So, yeah. I, I would be legit be shocked if he appeared, but I, I'm i saying that chances are slim to none. Alright. CM Punk, though. CM Punk's probably going to show up. He's probably going to show up in the crowd. He's not going to fucking be on the show. No, of course he's not going to be on the show. Busy or maybe it. if he's on the show, it's just like, he'll say something. Yeah, he's doing the whole... I, he is signing at the Pro Wrestling Tees uh, thing that weekend in Chicago, so... I don't know. But the fact that he's doing a signing with the word wrestling in it is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's weird. And it happens to be on that weekend. It, I think it's just him taking advantage of making some money. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I don't think... It's not like he needs it. What do you mean he doesn't... He probably needs it after all the legal bullshit with WWE. Is that still happening? I don't know. Probably. But yeah, that, and also he's going to do that UFC I'm guessing fight. he's probably doing pretty okay, honestly. But yeah, like, yeah, that one more UFC fight and then he'll be done. And remember how much money he made off of that first one? It's true. Also, I could totally see him... Well, okay. It will be one more, because... There being another assumes that he, you know, does well. No, no, he's going to do terrible. He's going to just one last fight. That's going to be it. Like I said, which he, you know, won't. Yep. All right, that's it for news. You got anything else? No. All right, then we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw. Speaking of things that are terrible. Yeah. Monday Night Raw was sort of decent, but also not really. Explain yourself. There's good wrestling on it, but, like, the show itself is still a fucking three-hour nightmare of complete and utter nonsense. Mm Mm-hmm. Although, I, I will say, to their credit, like, you know... As much as these, like, as much as their overseas shows, their London shows are always kind of weird because, like, they they always seem to have, like, a smaller staff and, like, the the pacing feels different from how it usually feels. Like, they always, I feel like they always do a better job of, like, actually telling stories and, like, actually doing something that has to feel self-contained. And the crowd is weird. Yeah, and the crowd is weird. This one less so because they had, you know, the excuse of, like, hey, check out these Money in the Bank qualifying matches. But, like, I still think they did a good, a decent job with that. Mm-hmm. In certain, and certainly in certain aspects. Uh, like, with, honestly, with the, the gender stuff. Although, uh, yo, fucking Roman Reigns is a goddamn murderer again. What did he do? Did you not watch this, Owen? No, it's raw, no. I do it so you can tell me, and then I can react and go, that, that fucking sucks. Ba- 
basically, Raw began with Kurt Angle cutting a promo in the ring, and Roman Reigns interrupts him to be all mad about gender screwing him. And Kurt Angle's like, well, I'm sorry, I agree, you got screwed, and you got screwed by Brock Lesnar at Greater Royal Rumble, but I've been told that you can't have another cha- uh, another qualifying match. Why? Because, I mean, he didn't say it, but, like, you know, the intimation is that Stephanie said so. Oh, Phantom Stephanie, gotcha. Yeah, Phantom Stephanie. Phantom Stephanie happened, it's like, a big part of this episode, actually. I like how he's just being uh, Stephanie Stooge, despite the fact that he beat her and Triple H at WrestleMania. It's as if that stipulation, there's it just didn't matter. Nothing happened. I mean, there wasn't a stipulation. Nothing did matter. And also, Stephanie is still his boss and is spiting him. Great. You know, you know that typical hostile work environment shit. That's totally cool. Oh yeah, I I, I love it. Anyway, Roman Reigns interrupts him and like is all like, "Well, if you're not gonna do anything, I'll do something about it." Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention. Uh, he put gender in the uh in a qualifying match. Oh, good. Because he was like, you know what. I was wrong last week when I was like, Jinder doesn't deserve anything. I'm going to give Jinder this match. That was nice of him. Yeah. So Roman's like, I'm going to do what I got to do. And he assaults Jinder backstage and beats the shit out of him. That's not nice. And he's the baby and the cr- face. Yeah, he's the baby face. And also the crowd was cheering every time uh, Jinder got an attack in. What? Yeah. Fuck. It's that yeah. bad? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This, so this, this shit is fucked. I'm not done though, Owen. You're not finished with me yet. So they have a couple backstage segments of Jinder in the training room, and he's real tight. He's looking like real fucked up, and like you know his his stomach is all taped up and got like ice on it. Like you know, it kind of looks seems like he's sort of faking it or whatever. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, and trying to get out of the match. And basically, he and Sunil are trying to convince Kurt Angle to postpone the match. You know, like, they can't, you know, stop, don't have the qualifying match this week because gender is fucked up and can't compete. And Kurt Angle's like, I can't do that. I have to ha- I have to do it this week. It's, it's directed from Stephanie. The qualifying matches have to be done this week. Now, here's my question about that, John. Mm-hmm. Money in the Bank is in four weeks. Yep. Why, why? Why can't they do it any other week? Because there's a lot of time. Because they need to have uh, several weeks of tag team matches? forcing the yeah tag team matches and forcing wow. the the money in the bank uh, challengers uh, in matches against each other in increasingly arcane uh, combinations. Uh, and you can only deal with four of them because the other half is on SmackDown. Yeah, and SmackDown will be doing the same. No, because SmackDown is taking their sweet time with their qualifiers. Unlike Raw, when they're not rushing it, we still have a lot of slots open. Did you have a qualifying match this week? Um, yes, we had one. Did you have one slot open? 
Yeah, it's more than zero. We have a lot of women's slots open, though. Well, so do we. we I know that sounded weird, and I apologize for that wording, but yes, there's a lot of positions in the Money in the Bank ladder match for the women left on SmackDown. You didn't make the wording better. I, I'm doing my best here, John. The live show, I can't, I can't help it. Owen. What's up? Please I'm save me. I'm not done, me. though. You're not finished with me yet? So the match is going to happen. Uh-huh. And the doctor's like, I mean, look, we'll we'll get you all bandaged up. Like, if you think you can do this, I'll clear you. But, you know, it's just, like, be careful out there. And, Ro- and uh, Kurt Angle's like, look, like, this match has to happen. If you're going to do this, like, you need to do this because I can't postpone it. And I need to know if I need to find someone else. Again, there's four weeks, but sure. And Jinder's like, nah, I'm going to do this. I'm not losing this match. I'm going to do it. And he gets up, and he starts walking out, and it seems like this is actually legit. Jinder's fucked up. Uh-huh. But he's champing it out like a fucking pro. Like, mm-hmm. he's actually doing, like, the fucking, like, fighting babyface thing. And out of nowhere, Roman Reigns spears him through a wall. Through a wall? Through a wall. Like, through it. Through it. Why? Because Roman Reigns is the babyface. No, he's not. What the? What the hell, John? What are they doing over there on Raw? I don't know. Jesus, I'm 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 glad I didn't know any of this heading into this because this is terrible. I, I think they're turning... They're doing a double turn? Except not? Yeah, I don't think they're doing a double turn, John. I think this is just WWE lot, main event logic. What? They... I, they actually made Jinder Mahal a sympathetic babyface. And killed... Had Roman Reigns fucking, like, blindside him and kill him and do some, like, actual heel shit to him. And they're going to be like, no, but Roman Reigns, he's cool, though, right? Like, what? No, he's not. No. What the fuck are they doing, Owen? They're setting up the main event for Money in the Bank. Don't. Don't. John, they're going to do it. Roman Reigns must main event all the shows. Oh, man. Mm Mm-hmm. This is the worst thing that they have done the Roman? since that Bobby Lashley interview. Oh, I heard there's a follow-up to the Bobby Lashley interview. Yeah, they showed a bunch of it again, and I was really upset. Wait, what? Why? Why would they? Never mind. It's, it's raw. Just continue. You know who else was upset about it? Who? Sami Zayn. Oh, Sami Zayn. He's the one that showed it to us. Why, why? So he is a heel. Yeah, he was that's a, that's a very much move. insulting the crowd. That's a and move. He insulted the crowd by showing those clips again, and doing a lot of other things too. Sammy, Sammy Zane's a good heel. I, I like heel Sammy Zane. He's real fun. Nice. This run is really fun. I'm really enjoying this. And also, 
he apparently found Bobby Lashley's sisters on Facebook and is bringing them on Raw next week. What? So they can give the real story of Bobby Lashley. What? Yeah, this is going to be awful. Oh, it's gonna. Is this gonna be uh, you know, worst promo of the or worst segment of the year? This has the potential to be Sami Zayn's. This is your life. Mm. Wow. I might tune in for this. I will say, there is one way that this can be good, and that's if he brings out Kevin Owens. And the B team in dresses pretending to be Bobby Lashley's sisters. Oh, I thought you were going to say if they tied up Bobby Lashley in the woods again. They can and, do that too. That'd be okay. And then we never see him again. I'd, I'd also be okay with this. Nice. But yeah, do you think they, they get actresses or do you think they get wrestlers? Oh, they probably get actresses. Oh no! No, it no really this is, is gonna be, be awful. This is your life. Yeah, it's gonna be awful. Are you uh, excited? I mean, it's not my show, so I'll watch the clip on YouTube and go, "Well, that's fucked." <sighs> mm-hmm. You want to talk about Kevin Owens? I mean, yeah, it, I heard. I, I did hear about what he did. Well, first, he fought Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship. Yes, that's the thing I heard, and I heard that match was good. It was fucking great. Seth Rollins doing way too much. Yeah, it's, the, it's the workhorse title, so he's got to do the workhorse stuff. I know, and I fucking love it, and I fucking appreciate it, but also, goddamn Seth Rollins doing the fucking most... Someone has to on that show. Someone has to care. It's true. It was real. It was a real fun and real good match. And also, really, I thought a really unique and cool finish that I did not expect, and was like, "Oh fuck!" Well, what, what was it? Uh, Kevin Owens was trying to get climb back into the ring, mm-hmm. and Seth Rollins uh, caught him in the ropes and did the curb stomp to him on the apron. Welp. Yep. He's dead. Yep. So, Kevin Owens is dead forever? No, because later on in the night, Kevin Owens finds uh, Kurt Angle and is all like, you need to give me another match. You need to give me... I want a rematch against Seth Rollins. That was fucked up. That's bullshit. I want a rematch. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? How about this? Put me in the qualifier match. Because Jinder Mahal's dead. Jinder Mahal was not dead at this time. Oh. But that would would have been perfect then, but... He was like, make it a fatal four-way. And Kurt Angle is like, nah, motherfucker, you get nothing but chances and you don't do anything, get the fuck out of my face. I wish that it was an exact quote. And then Kevin Owens says, if you don't do this, I'm going to call Stephanie on you. Power move. I like it. And Kurt Angle's like, do it. I don't care. 
I'm sure he cared later. He sure did, because long story short, Kurt Angle is on the phone with Stephanie and is like, oh yeah, so I got a good idea for who to replace Jinder Mahal. Oh. Oh, we're doing that? Uh, oh, okay. Yep. And so, the main event is the last qualifying match, Elias versus Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens. So, Elias won, right? Let me tell you about our current front runner for Dot Coolest Moment of 2018. I do know what this is, so please tell me. Also, before I say that, the crowd kept chanting Bobby's sisters at Bobby Lashley, and it was pretty good. That's that's a good chant, yes. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. But more importantly, Elias knocks the fuck out of everybody, and then goes to the goes to the fucking outside and grabs Jojo and a microphone and his guitar and sits on the ring apron and forces Jojo to hold the microphone up to him and decides I'm going to play a concert for you all in the middle of the match in the middle of the match did he get the dramatic lighting no oh that would have been so good and honestly, he played a couple chords, and then Kevin Owens showed up. Oh, what a heel. Kevin Owens was like the hyper heel in this match, basically screaming. Like, he spent the entire match screaming everything, and it was fucking hilarious. And like, also, like, screaming, like literally... Like, screaming his moves that he was going to do? In a lot of ways, but also, he did scream Cannonball. Shit, that's great. He did scream cannonball at uh at fucking uh <laughs> what's his name at uh, Elias when he did the fucking cannonball set on him. It was That's pretty great. good. I love it. If if you're gonna talk too much, at least scream it. It was really funny, and also just screaming at screaming like, like he's not gonna sing, and then like beating the shit out of him. You should have just beat the shit out of him with the guitar. He should have. It's no DQ, no triple threat. But anyway, Owen. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley has this shit won with the Dominator on Elias. Mm-hmm. He gets the pin. One, two, and then he's pulled out of the ring by Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn. Who throws him headfirst into the ring post on the outside. Damn. And then Haluva kicks him into the fucking barricade. Like, over the barricade, or into it? Into it. So, who won? Kevin Owens sneak, and sneaks in and does the, the frog splash and wins. Perfect, I love And now he's in the ladder match. Now he's in the ladder match. But Sammy's not. Kevin Owens is a cool guy! Yes, he it's is. It's cool, man. Kevin Owens, it's cool, man. Sammy Zayn's gonna totally beat Bobby Lashley. What? In what universe is that gonna happen? In the universe where Raw is a good show. So not this one. Pretty much. That sounds like it was a you know fun. The, the whole Kevin Owens thing seems fun. 
Kevin Owens is a wonderful character. Watch that Elias moment was real fucking funny. The problem is that this was basically a match that was, you know, two heels versus the babyface, and uh, a lot of it was two on one. You know what? But and then like, oh no! Now the heels are fighting because the heels are jerks, and you know it's every person for themselves, and you can't trust anyone, and they're dishonorable. Fair. And, and it was well done. Don't get me wrong. Again, Kevin Owens fucking makes that shit happen, and I love Elias. The problem is, it's the second time they did that exact same story all night. Like you know that night. Because the women's qualifying match was the exact same match, and arguably in some ways better. Do tell. Why, it was uh, Bailey versus Mickey James versus Blissey for uh, the qualifier. That seems like three heels. What are you getting at? Well, well, one could argue that Bailey is a, is a babyface. I... I would not argue that. I wouldn't argue it either because uh, Mick James was going for a pin on Alexa. And uh-huh. uh, Bailey pulls Mickey out of the ring. Okay. Which, granted, uh, Mickey did it first. I will, I will say, in, in Bailey's defense, Bailey got the, did the belly to Bailey on Mickey uh, and on Blissey, uh, Mickey pulls her out of the ring. Mickey runs in to get, to get the pin, and uh, Bailey does the same to her. So, are you you could say turnabout is fair play, but yeah, it also seems like a regular match thing you would do. But also, this is Bailey. What this this is a character who your whole thing was. Even though she's been like training with all of these people, with all of these hardcore legends like Tommy Dreamer and other people, and building up to this kendo stick on a pole match, it's Bailey. She can't hit Blissey with the kendo stick. That's not who she is. Why? Why are you basing this on her character from forever ago? Because what I'm trying to get at is, what the fuck is Bailey anymore? It's, she's been this way forever now. She just sucks. And ever that's why it's that hard ken- for me to care. Ever since that kendo stick on a pole match, her character's been dead. And that's why it's hard for me to care, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I agree. That said, Blissey was looking real good in this match. She did a fucking Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, John. But, uh, Alexa Bliss is a secret uh, workhorse. I don't know if I really agree with that, but... Oh, no, she's I, got, I feel like she's gotten better. I feel like her wrestling has definitely improved. And that Canadian Destroyer was fucking cool as shit. I would not have been surprised if that was the finish. But, of course, she got kicked in her goddamn fucking face by Mickey James. As you do. But anyway, uh, after that little stupid stunt where uh, Bailey pulls Mickey out of the ring and they, they fight a bit, uh, Bailey goes back into the ring to, you know, take it to, to Blissey. And Blissey just kicks her, like, right in the fucking face. Deserved. Or actually punches her in the face. I'm sorry. Wow. Like, fucks her up. And then hits the DDT and wins. 
Nice. Bliss is so, in yeah. the match. Bliss is in the match. Is she going to be able to reach the briefcase from the ladder? She's very small. So I have to get the very tall ladder. Nice. That's a big fall, though. Well, she's going to be doing Twisted Bliss off the top of it, so get hype. Oh my god. Oh boy. That sounds, like, terrifying. But also she did that in the Elimination Chamber, so I guess it works. Yeah, pretty much. Alright. Also, you know my opinion of ladder matches. They're scary. They're scary as shit. Like, people need to realize, these are ladders. Like, have you ever tried to climb a ladder without someone holding it to support you? Scary. Ladders are scary. And then the first qualifying match was, hey, let's put in three people that John couldn't care less about and see if he could care any less. What was the verdict? It was alright, I guess. It wasn't bad, it's just, you know, it's fucking Bobby Roode, Baron Corbin, and No Way Jose, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god, really? Yeah. Just tell me who won, I don't, I don't give a shit about this match. Bobby Roode uh, hit the glorious DDT on one No Way Jose. I bet Baron So this Corbin. was a great call-up. I, I bet Baron Corbin was pissed. Baron was thrown out on the side, yes. He was very pissed. Great. But yeah, um... No way Jose has taken the pin in every single match he's been in except for his debut uh, jobber match. Well, isn't that wonderful? This is a great call-up. They're really doing right by their talent. I mean, he's fun to, like... Be at house shows, but he shouldn't be on the television. With all that said, of the two people that are in the of the the people that are in the match so far, the the announced people in the match, I think that Bobby Roode potentially has the best chance and would be the most interesting to win this match. No, that Money in the Bank match. No. Not yes. At all. Yes. You know the most interesting to win the briefcase is. Hear me out here, Owen? No. Because I think Miz doesn't need it. I think Miz needs it. I don't think Miz needs it. I think Miz deserves to win that title all on his own. No, hear me out, John. I think come, you know, later in the year, Danny Bryan's going to win the title and he's going to cash it in on him. I can see it. Like the big. I moment. still think that put the briefcase on on Bobby Roode. Like start to actually turn him heel. Do the actual turn when he cashes in the briefcase. Like then you've actually given Bobby Roode a fucking character, and you've made Bobby Roode cool. Hear me out, John. Braun Strowman wins. He goes to Canada and cashes in on Brock Lesnar's farm. Is that how it works? I mean, if you have a referee, you can cash in anywhere at any time. For up to a year. Sure. I'm just saying, have, have him cash in there and just have them 
have a you know fight all along the farm and have Bron win, and then we can have Brock Lesnar go away forever. You want to play as Raw? Do you care, Owen? Why not? No, I don't care. Okay, well, I guess that's it for Raw. No, we're gonna we're gonna play. I, I know, I'm kidding. Please, please go on. Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Do you care? Who'd they fight? They fought the team of Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. I like those guys, so I do care about them, not not the team that you said first. Well, too bad, because Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler pinned Finn Balor. John? Yep. Don't talk to me or my son ever again. Okay, well, I guess I'm, I'm going to leave the show now. Bye. But No, no but the picture... That they posted of Braun Strowman and Finn look like father and son. It was really funny. I cast it as God of War. And now I want Finn Balor to have a bow. The deleter of worlds! Do you care? Uh, I don't care about your tag division at all, so no. They fought the Revival in a non-title match and won. Fuck. The Revival need to go... To SmackDown. They screwed up by not moving them. Owen. What's up? Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Excuse me. Do you care? Call them by their proper name? Well, first tell me if you care, and then maybe I'll tell you what their proper name is. I don't care about them unless you say their name. They are the B team! I care. They fought Brizongo. I heard they won. And guess what? They won. John? According to the statistics at ProWrestling.cool, this is their first win of 2018. Hey! And now they're like 1 in 13, so... Hey! That's cool. They're not going to do anything with them, though. No, they aren't. The Riot Squad. Do you care? John, you know who one-third of them are, so absolutely not. She tapped out to Natalia's sharpshooter. Good. Fuck them. It was, it Move was a, on. It was I don't a, want to hear about them. It was Ember Moon and Sasha Banks and Natalia on the, on the winning team. I don't team. care about anyone in this match. Yep, pretty much. John, please, for the love of God, move on. I don't want to, I don't want to hear about those people. I think that's it for Raw. I can't think of anything else that happened. Oh, they did more stupid, you know, phone promos. I hate it. Yeah, Thanks, that, I hate it. I mean, Samoa Joe did one on SmackDown, and it was okay. Thanks, I hate it. Oh, I, I heard... Don't care if, I don't care if they're decent, and some of them are. Thanks, I hate it. Did you watch uh, Raw Live? Yeah, I watched a little bit of it live, and then I decided that the, I don't uh, watch the, the show. Did you see the Superstar fact they put up? Which one? About Sheamus? No. They did a thing about Sheamus, you know, one of the Superstar Facts things, and I'm like, why? He's on SmackDown. Because he has red hair. No, and hear me out, John. They did one of them during SmackDown. It was for Chad Gable. He's on fucking Raw. What are you doing? Because he's Daniel Bryan's son. See, now when you put it that way, it makes sense. But at the time... 
It did not. They were dumb. I didn't like this. They're trying to get you to watch the other show. I'm good. The secret is that the other show is bad. Because all the shows are bad. SmackDown was not bad. It's all bad, Owen. Let me talk to you Except about... the fact that it is all bad. Alright, you know... Okay, NXT's actually really good, but but still. John, this first thing I'm gonna... You know what? Looking at my notes, I don't think I can make the argument that this was a good show. Aside from, like, one thing. So we're gonna start with the bad things. Okay. Um, Daniel Bryan came out to uh, have an interview in the ring with Renee. I like a Brian Danielson. The crowd chanted yes and chanted his name. Weird. To the point where he was like couldn't really cut a promo because they were chanting so much. That was the theme of this night, was the crowd was chanting a bunch, and the people just had to plow through their promos over them because SmackDown is a two-hour show, and we need to get through the show. So that happened, and then Big Cass came out. Because Daniel Bryan was talking about right. the setbacks, you know, he's been having recently, where, you know, he's made a big return, but then he lost his uh, his qualifying match to Rusev. So, are we going to talk about that rumor about Big Cass? No, no, that that's just stupid on his part. There's, there's and he's no, pretty stupid on his part. There's no real story to that, it's just... Hey, it's live television, and he they told him not to do a thing, and he did the thing anyway, because he's a fucking idiot. Which, you know what? I get where he's coming from on being like, look, man, this will actually like get me some heat, though. Yeah, heat backstage, the bad kind. Yeah, at the same time, dude, they told you not to do it, just like, fucking listen to them. Vince told him not to do it. If people don't know what we're talking about... Cast threw extra punches during that segment with the little person when they told him not to. The bad segment that we hated, and it turns out that, you know... At the same time, I don't understand why, like, yeah, you can kick this little person, but punching him, that's over the line. I don't know. It's fucking stupid and arbitrary, and I get where Cass is coming from, but also... Then just fucking do it, dude. Also, you're not at a position where you can, like, not do what Vince McMahon directly tells you to do. And again, just fucking do it. Just fucking do what he says. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it was stupid. Idiot. Speaking of stupid, he came out and he cut a real terrible promo. I'm sure he did. He's talking about how Brian's, you know, is a failure and... His excuse for tapping out to the yes lock so quickly at Backlash was so that he could beat him up after the match. I'm like, what the fuck's the point of the match, dude? Also, failure, dog, you're one to talk. That match is terrible as shit. Yeah. So he was talking a bunch of shit to Danny Bryan, and then he got into the ring, and you know what happened? I hope Daniel Bryan murked his ass. Daniel Bryan murked the fuck out of him. Holy shit. What'd he do? He just beat the hell out of him. And the referee was trying to stop him. Like, no, I'm just going to keep attacking him. Like, he attacked his, knee, his, his, you know, his injured knee that he had, that he came back from. He beat the shit out of him there. And then when the people got him out of the ring, he went around the ring to the outside and then wrapped his knee around the ring post and beat the shit out of him some more. Damn. Like, Danny Bryan went all out just 
annihilating Big Cass. And I... Big Cass just had to scamper away with the referees, like, limping, oh, I'm beat up. Uh. It's like, yeah, Big Cass oh, is a I'm bitch. I'm sad, I voted for Trump. Yeah, Big Cass is a bitch after this. I, I hope he goes away now, because there's no recovering from this. He is just a loser. He looks so pathetic. And I and I'm wondering is does that have to do with him, you know, not listening to Vince in that segment? Is this a Maybe. punishment? Is this saying your push is over now? Go away. Because if so, yes, please. I I, I, I mean, like hear me out here. Cass was always the lesser part of that team. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to talk about. Uh, well, no, you know, we should not talk about it. It's not a good subject. Did, did you hear the latest development? Yes, the one from today, Van Enzo, yes, I heard, and... Yeah, it seems it seems like he's not innocent. They just couldn't pinpoint the evidence to make him guilty. Yeah, that, that is exactly what it sounds like. Because his history, this doesn't seem like it's the full story. Yeah. This seems, yeah, yeah. It seems very the the whole Enzo not getting charges pressed against him seems questionable. Like there's a reason he got fired. Yeah, it's not just oh because of allegations. It's it's because there's more information here that we don't know and that we shouldn't know. Private. You think stuff. we'll ever find out? I don't think like. You know, with concrete evidence, we ever will, and I'm kind of okay with that. This this is none of our business. Hey, speaking of people that did fucked up things and uh, are got forced out of the company because of it, did you hear uh, Rich Swan? What Rich Swan's up to? No, what's he up to? Uh, hey Owen, what's Rich Swan doing in the Impact Zone? Oh, oh, I'm good. Yeah, he debuted. What's his name? Rich Swan. Oh. Okay. Don't care. It's Impact. Do you care? Absolutely not. Fuck no. I don't even care about SmackDown, but you're going to keep telling me about it. Yeah, because the new day. Mm. The new day against the bar. Okay. Was a good match. Sure. Xavier Woods luckily did not puncture his tongue anymore. Well, that's good. Because the match was Biggie and Xavier against the bar, and the winner has a slot in the Money in the Bank ladder match. They get to choose someone from their team. Wait, what? Yeah. This is how they did the qualifying match this week? Yeah, it it was unique. I liked it. It's like, you guys fight, and whatever team wins, you get to pick someone from your team to be in the ladder match. Okay. Um, Did you know that Biggie is still doing that fucking dive that I hate? I'm not it surprised. It real terrifying this time. I did not like it. I wonder I if Cesaro tried to one-up him and kill himself. The Cesaro tried to kill Xavier again, but Xavier said, no, I'm actually going to hit my flying elbow correctly this time. Uh-oh. And uh, the, the New Day won. What? So here's my question. Who do you think is going to be in the ladder match? I think there's only one answer. But it could go another way, too. I would like it to be Xavier. I would like it to be Xavier, too. 
but I think it's going to be Kofi. Yeah, it's going to be Kofi. It's 100% going to be Kofi. Kofi's great in these matches, but also Xavier's been, like, crushing it lately. It's a match built for Kofi. And also, I'm going to be honest, I want Kofi to get another push. I want Kofi to get one last title push. The one interesting thing about this match... He doesn't have to win it. He's just, you know... John, the one interesting thing about this match, though, was that The Miz was on commentary. And he's good at commentary because he puts people over. But also, he kept talking about how he wants the New Day to have singles runs. He's like, this team, this whole team thing's cool, but yo, what if Big E, like, got there, like, killing it in the mid-card? Or, you know, what if Kofi, like, had a big run or Xavier? Like, it was an interesting little seed that he planted there. And I like it, but also I like the New Day a lot. And I don't know if they would get the chances they get now if they were separate. What about this, Owen? Why don't they get singles pushes but don't break up? I mean that. But also, SmackDown has a two-hour show. And we need to make room for uh, new people. Like the debuting Andrade Cianomas. Hooray! Do you know he's El Idolo? I uh, have heard this before. He came out with Zelina? It was cool. He does not have the sparkles anymore, which is sad because main roster doesn't get cool things. Yeah, I know. And he fought a jobber. Oh, great. And he won. Because... I can't believe it. Yeah, it was kind of lame. I was like, I expected, like, why not debut him at Money in the Bank and have him have, like, a big, like, killer match like he does at all the takeovers he's been doing lately? Shit, man, it worked for Ricochet. Yeah, and it and it didn't. Well, yeah, but didn't Ricochet lost his debut match and still looked fucking amazing? Yeah, because he had a takeover. Ricochet has never won a match. At least a televised one. True. But we'll get that. But it also didn't help that Zelina, after the thing, said, "So this is SmackDown. I'm not impressed." But it doesn't matter because. Because me and uh, Amos are going to take over. Elidola. She used the word takeover. And it made me sad. I'm like, I miss him at takeovers. He had good matches. Now he's having... Uh... He's had one match. Yeah, well, hopefully they give him a Let's big match. Let's keep perspective here. Give him a big match at take... Uh, not at takeover. Yeah, fuck it. Give him a match at takeover Chicago. Fuck a money in the bank. What if he were to get one of those Money in the Bank spots? No, I don't want him to do that. I'd rather him have, like, a big, like, match to highlight how great he is. Alright. I I don't know who he would face, though. That's the problem. Like, I would say Ty Dillinger, but also that's a squash match. Because Ty doesn't mean anything. He sure doesn't. Maybe what about Randy Orton? No, that match would suck too. Shit. I don't know who he would face. Speaking of things to suck, Owen, what else happened on SmackDown? Uh the Royal Melebration happened. Great. Hey John, did you know they're in London? I had no idea. 
Well, this segment started off good because they had a town crier come out and like yell about her being the princess of the Isle of Staten. I that's that. okay. That's okay. And then uh imagine that she beat Charlotte twice, which is true. And then uh some royal guards came out, including one holding the belt, and then Carmella came out to her normal music and it went downhill from there. Because it's a royal celebration, so how would you decorate the ring to make it all fancy, John? You put a throne? No. What if you just put a red carpet on it and then, I don't know, these leopard printed, like, curtains are cool. Just drape them over the ring uh, turnbuckles, I guess. That sounds like something Carmella would do. And then there's admittedly. a giant pillow that you just put the belt on. It was weird. Admittedly, these all sound like things Carmella would do. Yeah, it just seemed weird. It's like, this is kind of rinky-dink. But whatever. And But so is Carmella, so... Yeah, it checks out. Then she yelled at everyone to bow before her, which they didn't do. And then, uh... She starts saying that she's better than everyone, all the other women in WWE. And she name-dropped Ronda Rousey, and I went, that's a mistake, you shouldn't say that. And then she went one step further and said that she's better than Trish Stratus and Lita combined. And the crowd got real mad at that. They got real mad. So that works. And then Paige came out. Paige here. She didn't, I wish she would have said that, but she didn't. She needs to lean into it. And the crowd chanted, this is your house, and she just said, that's cool, but also I've got business here to attend to, so... Totally just throwing the crowd under the bus, even though they're in their home country. But also, I don't think she's allowed to say this is her house. Now that she's on SmackDown. Because it's not. You know whose house it is. Run's house? No. SmackDown Live is the house that AJ Styles built. Yeah, he built it. Doesn't mean he lives there. I mean, he does, but he hasn't left. He didn't go to Raw. This is his house. He could be at his summer home. He made this. This is his house. But yeah, she, uh... She's like, yeah, well, uh... Bad news for you. You're gonna defend your belt at Money in the Bank. And Carmella's like, the fuck I am? And Paige's like, well, no, actually you are. And you're gonna face this person. And out came Asuka. Hooray! And I went, oh, she's not going to be in the ladder match. And then I went, oh, Asuka's going to lose. I really hope not. Asuka's going to lose. I hope not. I don't want to talk about it now. You're making me sad. Owen. Asuka's going to lose. Fuck you, John. I'm going to move on and talk about Paige some more. Paige here. Paige here. Paige is still a fucking terrible friend. Okay. She's back in her office and uh, the former members of Absolution came in and says, Hey, bitch, you tried to screw us last week, but Mandy still won. So you can shove it. So can we have our qualifying matches for the Money in the Bank? Because there's lots of slots open. There are, there are a lot of slots open for SmackDown. 
And she's like, no. Well, kinda. And you guys are gonna fight each other in a triple threat against Becky Lynch. What's Paige's angle? She's a fucking asshole. Like, why would you treat that to your former friends? Like, they were your friends, and now you're just treating them like shit, because why? Power's trip? Yeah, I don't... I don't get Paige's angle here. Like, I wrote in about last night, I said, I wish she was, like, cleared to take a bump, because I just want Sonya and Manny to beat the shit out of her. She's a like, really I, bad friend. I don't understand what she's trying to do. It's not like she's established, like, hey, I don't want to look like I'm playing favorites with you guys, so fucking back off or anything. Like, well, it just seems like... I mean, she said that once in the beginning, and then ever since then, she's like, I just don't want you guys to be friends anymore. She hates friendship. It doesn't even seem like she really said that as much as she said, Absolution's dead. Absolution's dead, and so are you. Fuck you, you're both dead now. I don't, I don't get it. I, again, I wish she was cleared to take a bump, because I need her to get the shit kicked out of her. Because she makes me so mad. These two just want to be friends. And she keeps pitting them against each other or separating them, and it sucks. And of course, would you guess it that Becky Lynch was the one that qualified for the match? What? I know, I can't believe it. I can't believe Becky Lynch qualified to do a thing that she will lose. Of course she will. Because it's Becky Lynch. I mean, she's the first ever SmackDown Women's Champion. And then nothing else after. And then her career ended. I, I kind of wish she went to Raw. I feel like they could have used her. No. Nah, probably would have been missing. No, they couldn't. True. Speaking of, uh, you know, the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match... Uh, we had a pretty interesting segment with Rusev and Aiden English. How, how do you feel about Rusev and Aiden English? I like Rusev Day. Do you remember that segment where Lana showed up and says, fucking Aiden English? I wish I didn't. Well, good news. WWE also forgot about it. Because Lana showed up, and she's totally into Aiden English being part of Rusev Day. And it's like, before you sing your new song, I have important news, because I have a qualifying match next week against Billy Kay. Hey! And she's gonna win it, and then she's gonna go on the Money in the Bank, and they are gonna be the first ever Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. And I said, sign me up. I want that. I now want Lana and Rusev to win Money in the Bank. And then I said, that's really funny. And then Aine that's English, a good That's a good bit. And then Aiden English sung about it being Rusev Day. And it was great. And also, Lana does not have her accent still, and it's weird. Huh. She just talked. She talked slightly in the Russian accent at start, and then just went away. Like, okay. Sure. Huh. So yeah, I'm rooting for Rusev and Lana to win the Money in the Banks now, please. Rusev Day in the Bank. Money in the Rusev. 
day. No. No. Rusev in the day. No. Come on, there's gotta be something here. Help me. No. No. Fine. I'll just talk what about else happened? I'll just talk about the main event then. Because it was So so this is how this unfolded, John. This was weird. On Monday, Shane McMahon tweeted out that yo, we're gonna have this match again at Money in the Bank because they keep having fucked up finishes and we need to have a winner. What match is that, Owen? Nakamura versus AJ Styles. Oh, great, because it's been so good the past three times. I mean, it was fine the first time, and then it was fine the second, and... Or, no, it was bad the second, and then it was fine the third? Uh, I'm being generous. I'd say it was fine the first time, and then... I don't know, John, I laughed... Fine-ish the, the second time. They kicked each other in the balls in the third time, though. It was bad. I laughed. I'm like, fuck this, it's great. I don't care. But yeah, that they said he made this announcement that uh, they were gonna have their match at Money in the Bank. And then if you watched Raw, they had a commercial for SmackDown saying these two are gonna fight each other on SmackDown. What? Yeah. On SmackDown, the main event was Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. And the winner picks the stipulation for the Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles match at Money in the Bank. So, sure. So just to catch you up, John, so they can determine the stipulation that they will have an actual winner in this match, they're going to have a match where there's going to be a winner. Yeah. What? Why I mean, not just have this be the match? What? Why not just have this this SmackDown match be the rematch? If you're gonna have no stipulation and actually have a clear cut winner, why do you need that it to build to a stipulation to make sure that they have a clear cut winner? Wait, what? This the they're having the rematch at Money in the Bank because they've had fucked finishes the last two times, right? Yeah, I get that. And they said, well, we need to have a stipulation on this new match so that. There's no way that they can, you know, have a fucked finish again and have it be a double count out or whatever. Yeah, it makes sense. So they have a match to pick that stipulation. And this match without a stipulation had a winner. Yeah. Why not just have this be the match since it solved the problem? There wasn't because then a they'd have to go out. back on what they said they were going to do. So why they... Why'd they do this? Why you do because this? They want, because they wanted to have an excuse to put on Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles on free television and convince you to watch AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura again, but this time we're going to do something weird. Sure. And you know what, John? This match was the best one they've had. It was awesome. It went over 20 minutes, and it was great. Which is cool, but also... Why did we have to have three matches on, like, the thing that, like, we're supposed to be, like, building up to and paying for and actually caring about? Why were those matches kind of boring and shit? You know why, John? Fuck you, we have your money. Why was the match on the biggest show of the goddamn year such a fucking misfire? 
I I I wouldn't say such a misfire. It, it was, was uh, don't get me wrong. It wasn't a bad match. It's that it was just it didn't. It was boring. Yeah, I know. It didn't make though. sense how it could be so boring. It ended with the uh, Nakamura punching Styles in the balls, which became a trend. Yeah, the it, it felt like the match was in service of the finish, not the other way around. Yeah. Well, hopefully the stipulation match will be better. But you want to know how, what happened in this uh, SmackDown match? Sure, even though I already know what happened, and this is kind of rad, what I'm getting out of why this is problematic. There were a bunch of near falls, but at one point, uh, Nakamura threw Styles out of a out of a move, and he almost hit the referee. And then, when the referee recovered, Nakamura held his balls, but ow, my balls! And the referee was very mad at Styles for punching Nakamura in the balls, despite the fact that he did not actually punch him in the balls. Did you know, John, this is the first SmackDown since WrestleMania that Nakamura did not punch Styles in the balls? Yes. It, this is historic. End of an era. And, but more so because Nakamura then hit AJ Styles, set up the Kinshasa, kicked him in the... kneed him in the fucking head and pinned him clean. Nakamura picks the stipulation... We still don't know what it is. What do you think? What is Nakamura going to pick? A no-speak English match. Explain how that works. If you speak English, you lose. Shit. How are you going to call AJ moves? AJ Styles loses instantaneously. Yeah. How are you going to call moves to each other in Japanese? No, you just don't have the match because AJ Styles speaks English, so he loses. That's fair. Okay. Now, what's what's an actual stipulation you think it could be? I, I just said it. No, like an actual stipulation, John. Come on. I just said it. Come on. I just said it. Come on. I just said it. Well, how about here's my stipulation idea, and it's really stupid. What if they have a ladder match? I was thinking of saying that as a joke, but nah. I already wrote it about last night, which you can read over at ProWrestling.cool. I said, what if they just did a ladder match because this is the ladder match pay-per-view? <laughs> That's SmackDown. In hindsight, it wasn't very good, but I had a good time watching it. Wasn't that great? Yeah, it was. Then why don't you tell me about the other great show? It's well something that happened tonight called NXT. NXT begins with Johnny Gargano's music playing. Okay. I Everybody's like very excited. I am. Ex- I'm excited. I love Johnny. Wrestling. And then that fucking guy comes out. What, during the music, or did the music cut out? Oh, during the music. What? No. That's not and then yours? the music cuts out. That's not his music. John, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. I hate him. I'm mad now. I thought you were telling me Johnny Rustin came back and he's okay. No, no. Instead, Tommaso Ciampa comes out and just talks oh, some shit. Excuse me? You don't call him by that? You just call him that fucking guy. He does not deserve a name? 
And then Candice LeRae comes out and is like, this fucking guy. Right? Pretty much. This fucking guy. And then this fucking guy is all like, your husband is a fucking loser and wow. a dork. Wow. And you're always more of a man than he was. What? She didn't. He did not say that. He did say that. He said exactly that. What? No, you don't say that to a lady? It was saying to her as that as they were getting married and he was standing next to them being the best man all he could think was how is she lowering herself marrying this fucking guy and but no, before he could me. finish Johnny Wrestling is not this fucking guy but before he could finish saying it Candace fucking slaps the taste out of his mouth hell yeah does this Any mean, pieces does this mean what i think it means no Come on. Do it. I would... I agree with you. Do it. Candice LeRae versus Tommaso Ciampa would be an awesome fucking match. Take over Chicago. Do it. But I'm gonna throw this out here, Owen. I'm, I'm, hold on, I'm gonna look up the card. I'm not gonna tell you it. I'm just gonna tell you if that's on the card. You don't have to tell me I've read the spoilers for this taping. Oh, I, I did not. I already know what's what's happening. Okay. And I can give you a hint. And let me guess, it's going to be Johnny Wrestling against Tommaso Ciampa. It's going to be Johnny Wrestling versus Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, I hate this. Do you hate Lacey Evans? No, unlike you, I don't. She has a new theme song, and I don't hate it. I don't even remember her first theme song. It was slow and weird and not very good. I don't know who Brandy Lauren is, but I like her jacket. Sure. It's about all I have to say about her. This was this was a total fucking squash match. But actually, Lacey looked really good. I will say. Lacey looked really good. I was impressed. I feel like she's figuring out that her character much better and is getting much more confident in the ring, and I, I approve. Nice. Also, apparently... Uh... Wikipedia. She know Bianca Belair, don't get me wrong, but she's cool. Yeah, apparently Wikipedia does not have a page for TakeOver Chicago. Nice. So I don't even know what the card is. Whatever. So Lacey wins with the women's right, and then... Excuse me, the what? The women's right. That's her finisher name. Does she, like, cast a vote or something? No, she just punches you in the face with her fucking right hand. Oh, okay. Oh, women's... Oh, right, R-I-G... Okay, I get it now. Get it? That's good. I, I like that a lot. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm on board. It's pretty good. Kyrie Sane beat the shit out of her. Why? Because remember that whole thing of like, yeah, she face. fucking sucker punched Kyrie. Baby face though. Yeah, and Kyrie wanted her revenge for getting sucker punched in the goddamn face. All right, fair enough. She was gonna drop the elbow on her, but then she, Lacey ran away. And, like, no, and Kyrie stared at her through her spyglass. Real one or fake one? Fake one. Nice. I like when she does that. Fuck yeah. Alistair Black cut a cool promo. That's all I really have to say about it. In the ring or? No, uh, he was being filmed walking. 
Oh, I thought he was in a creepy cemetery. Walking at night. No, he was just being filmed wearing a suit, walking in the backstage yeah. at night, or in the parking lot. And I was just like, yeah, Velveteen Dream and Ricochet want to fight me? I'll beat both of them. Who cares? I mean, he probably would. Yeah. Is, is that going to be the takeover match? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. okay. Dakota Kai is cutting a being interviewed. As you do. I, I still don't really like what they're doing with Dakota Kai. Is it one of those weird press conference ones? Yeah. Oh. But then the best interviewer shows up just holding a fucking phone in her face, like obviously just filming her and being real creepy about it. And it's Nikki Cross. I thought you were going to say Renee. I'd be like, why is she being creepy? No, it's Nikki Cross. Because Nikki Cross is the best. What, did she ask questions? Yeah, she basically just berated her for not beating the shit out of Shayna. That's not a question. Yeah, but Nikki's weird. Okay, I just I, 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 said, I said that she asked a question. You said yes, and then you said she, she did. She but it was basically it was kind of a rhetorical question. It was basically like you know, the intent was not to ask like a question as much as it was to intimate that she needs to beat the shit out of Shayna Baszler and stop being such a wuss. Well, I agree. You should stop being a wuss. Let's talk about things that are cool, because Dakota Kai is not cool. Oh, I like Dakota Kai. I want Dakota Kai to be cool. Dakota Kai is a fucking great wrestler. Team Kick. This is a bad character. I Yeah, I agree. You know who's a good character, though? You. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. But also the Velveteen Dream. Also true. He's got such good outfits. Did you did you have something spray painted on himself this time? No. Okay. Just had a cool jacket and cool pants. You know who else is cool? Me? Yes. Oh, thank you. But I meant Ricochet. Oh yeah, the two guys you mentioned earlier. He's he's got his cool lasers in his entrance and the smoke. It's great. He is pretty cool. I really like. Ricochet's entrance. I also really like Ricochet. And I also really like Velveteen Dream. And holy fucking shit, these two are amazing. What'd they do? They wrestle? They had... Yeah, remember? They had that match they they hinted at. Yeah, they hinted at I didn't know they were gonna have it on... They had it! Shit. It was fucking cool as shit. For, like, the five minutes that it lasted. Oh? And then they both got the fuck beat out of them by Lars. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Like, legit fucking murdered them with, like, the extremity. Yeah. Lars look cool shit. I'm, I'm not gonna front. Lars look fucking amazing. Yeah, like, Velveteen Dream and uh, Rick Share are cool, but they're not Lars cool. Like, literally, like throwing people up and like throwing Velveteen Dream up into the air and grabbing him and doing fucking like the Braun Strowman power slam. Yes. And and of course like doing the freak accent and making it look fucking sick. So what you're saying is 
And we're going to have a fatal four-way at TakeOver. What I'm saying is that there's a handicap match between Lars Sullivan versus Ricochet and Velveteen Dream next week. Why? Because they're both pissed off at Lars Sullivan for fucking with their match. Lars should get a tech partner. And then it's the, Lars. No, but listen, then the, then the tag partner loses and then he kills him. Lars knows better than to get a tag partner after that. I don't know. I want to see him beat the shit out of his partner again. I miss that. Well, don't worry. You're going to instead see him beat the shit out of Ricochet and Velveteen Dream. Yeah, he's going to win that match. Yes. <laughs> what else we got? Owen. I hate Kona Reeves. Yeah, what is this gimmick? It's the finest. Did, did he, like, laugh and yell again during the match? Not as much, but some. Okay. He has a a jacket now, or a cape, that says the finest on it. Okay. He has a new entrance theme and wait, it sucks. Wait, it's their one week they change his theme? Yes. What the fuck? In fairness, this is a different taping. Okay. But, but still. yeah, now he has just a fucking generic sounding rap song that's basically just saying, I'm the finest, I'm the finest. So basically it's the fucking EC3 theme, but sucks. To be fair, the EC3 EC3 theme does suck too. No, the EC3 theme is amazing. No, but it sucks in like the best way. But this isn't funny. Sucks. This is like that is. This is just a boring. Sucks. No. Speaking of boring, sucks. Kona Reeves. Damn. Really he fought good. Raul Mendoza. Okay. Raul looked fine. I guess. Like, usually is good. Did he just not have anything to work with here? Yeah, kinda. I mean, look, he, the little bit of spots that he had were cool. He did a cool-looking step-up in Seguri. He got some cool little, like, you know, desperation spots. Like, Ralman does look fine, it's just, Conan Reeves is boring as fuck. Fair. And he wasn't even doing, like, the weird laughing. Huh. Like, it seems like he's figuring out his character more. But his character just seems fucking boring. Well, that's great. It's like, what if The Rock but no charisma? Yikes. That's like, Rock is nothing but charisma. Yeah. He he has nothing else. No. He doesn't have wrestling moves. Speaking of which, neither does Kona Reeves. Fuck. The Hawaiian drop looked better. That's good. That's the one thing I will say to his credit. It still doesn't look great, but at least it looked a little bit better. That's good. I dislike Kona Reeves. Okay. Kona, he got Kona sucks chance, and it seemed like... The bad it kind? seemed like the crowd was, yeah, it seemed like the kind, it seemed like X-Pac heat, not like Tino heat. Yikes. Oh, yo, fuck Tino. <laughs> fuck Tino, though. 
Fucking dick. Anyway, uh, the main event was uh, was that match that we talked about last week, the Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne, uh, Oni Lorcan, and Danny Burch. Let me guess, that match fucking rocked. Fucking ruled. Yes. It's fucking cool shit. Do you have any highlights? Um... Not really. I mean, there there's just like a lot of really cool spots. You know, they it was it's kind of predictable in a lot of ways of like, you know, hey, here's a spot where we all got the undisputed era in all in like uh in submission holes in the middle of the ring. That's cool. And like, oh, here's, you know, oh, like honestly, I will the thing I will say about it is fucking A Danny Burst looked real good. Really? I, I would They gave Danny Burch a lot of time. Danny Burch got the fucking pin, actually. Oh, shit, they won? Yeah. Beat Kyle O'Reilly. Wow. I was going to say, I, I would have thought Oni Lurker would have gotten the big spots. No. Not to say that Oni didn't look cool shit. And, of course, you know, fucking... They had a, they sure did have a lot of the Pete Dunn fighting the Rod Stonk. I mean, it, they had to. That's the whole story here. Of course. And you can tell where I'm going with this of, that was real fucking cool. Joint manipulation? Yeah, not as much, but you know. Thank God, okay, I can actually watch this He hit him with that fucking hammer lock real hard, and he was all like, I don't want to be in this. And Pete Dunne was all like, that's cool, but what if I, like, wrenched your elbow all the way? Ugh. Yeah, so Pete Dunne is a dirtbag. Oni Lorcan was not wrong about that. So what you're saying is people should check this match out. It was a real good match. It was a real good NXT. I mean, fuck, man. I, I'm legit pissed at Lars Sullivan because I feel like Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet would have been a fucking awesome match. Yeah, but also, how about Lars? Lars is pretty cool. So how about we have Lars wrestle instead? I mean... I can tell you where I think this is going based on what I know of spoilers. Were we? Or is it just Lars fighting? I would not be surprised if it's just Lars. I would watch that match. They don't they don't indicate from what I know of the spoilers, they don't indicate any way. Like, you know, they have the from what I know, they have the handicap match, and that's kind of the last that we see of, in, of either of these three in any of the tapings that they did. I'm sure there's backstage stuff that they... Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't know about the backstage stuff, clearly, because they don't do that at the tapings. But, yeah, I uh, that's where I think this is probably going, is it's going to be Alistair versus Lars. Nice. I, I would like to go to a taping sometime. Like, I've been down the full sale... For, like, the takeovers when they used to be there. But I just never went to a taping. I'm curious how that experience would be with it all being jumbled up and not having the backstage stuff. Perhaps we'll do that one day. Eh, maybe. But until then, this has been Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. It's a website. Go to the website. I have an about last night up about SmackDown. I'll put up my raw one when I can find a way to get pictures because I forgot, haven't done it in a while that I forgot that I can't take screen caps from Hulu anymore.
You can, I can. On your phone? No, I do it on my computer. Yeah, exactly. That's hard and annoying. It used to be that I could just do it on my phone or my iPad, but now they block it. Yeah, well, John, why don't you take that time to write more than one sentence? It's a really good sentence, though. It is, but here's my counterpoint. You talked a lot about Rob. How about you turn some of that into a written form that we can send to people? Because I can say it with this one sentence of Raw is a terrible show that I actively hate. Oh, fair enough. Anyway, we also have, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash PWC. I just updated it this week, so now you get special Discord rewards where if you join the Ozone Online server, you get a fancy colored name, and if you purchase at the right tier, you get an exclusive lounge. To hang out well, I have a fancy John. color name. I don't know, because you don't subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, but I'm on the fucking show! I know. John, pay yourself. That's not how this works! Well, you don't get a fancy name, sorry. Bullshit. But yeah, so check out that, and uh, the lowest tier, which is a dollar a month, you get the show notes for this and all of the episodes of Heel Turn. The notes are pretty good. I enjoy I enjoy writing them every week. Uh, anything else, John? Facebook? We're on Facebook. I'm not even going to tell you the URL because it's not how Facebook works anymore, and you're probably looking at it on your phone anyway. It's we, just look at ProWrestling.cool on, on Facebook. We're there. That's us. And Twitter at the Heel Turn and at PWDOTC. John tweeted from the Heel Turn the other week. It was cool. I did. Good job. Owen. I, on, on Twitter, I, I'm at the underscore Ozone, and I uh, posted a dumb meme of the Homer getting hit with the chair, but he yelled brawn. You you did this. This is the thing that it's, you did. It's good. I'm, I'm getting into the meme game. My, Are you ashamed of your words and deeds? No. What, what, what about you? Are you ashamed of your tweets? I'm ashamed of everything I do. That's why I can't even show my face anymore. This is an audio podcast, John. True, but if you're watching the video, you can see my cat licking herself. John, where can they find you on Twitter? Find me on various places on the internet at IamJohnGM. Hey, John? Yes? Can they find you at IamJohnGM on Plurk? I don't know what that is. It's a bad social media site. Did you make it up? I'm pretty sure you made it up. No, it's real. Is it Peach? No, it's not Peach. It's, apparently, people actually use this one. I think uh, Jeff Gersman mentions that he uses it more than Twitter. But it's locked down because he doesn't want the public to see it. Whatever. John, tell us about your Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash video shames. Video underscore shames. You should you should do a stream of uh, a video game that you are shameful <laughs> about. Why don't you stream some Burnout Paradise? I guess. Why don't you stream Deadly Premonition? I guess. Why don't you stream um, Banjo Kazooie? 
Eh. I, I, Which one? The, the first one. Eh. I mean, you could do nuts and bolts and just have a stream where you just make the most fucked up things you can think of. Sure. But yeah, that's that's for another time, John. We need to head out. We are still forever away from money in the bank. That's the one bad thing about these single, you know, co-branded pay-per-views, is that there's big gaps between the pay-per-views. That's a shame. But we'll be back next week, one week closer to money in the bank, and NXT TakeOver Chicago. So, until then... Y'all come back now, you hear? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.